Welcome to Tales from the Abyss, the most unfiltered, unselfish, unapologetic, unpretentious, uncut, the greatest celebration of freedom of speech in the land of the free and the home of the brave. Folks, another week, another episode, and this time we're headed back to something very, very much horror related. But first, I wanted to say the last week, the opening of the show, when I discussed the um, the song, the Richmond North of uh, Richmond. On the show, the song by now, since its release, has become a the number one song, unprecedented, is number one on the Billboard Hot 100. So I don't follow none of that stuff like that, but this made the news. So pretty much the other thing that came about from the um, the Richmond, North of Richmond uh, Singer was that he was offered $8 million by a record company and he declined the money. I don't know if that is true or not. I have I have no way of collaborating that and knowing that it's true. It was just a news that came out earlier in the week. And I thought it was interesting because for what is said by most people that know him, he's a real artist and he's very uh, protective of his art. And that is a good thing. So if that did take place, then they're dealing with a uh, with a very... Uh, very um unprecedented situation with somebody who has a, a a strong hit. I've heard a few of his other songs and I really enjoy him. But um yeah, if 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 he's um if he's not selling and they need to sell because it's an industry that devours everything in his path, then you know, I don't know what to tell you, man. It's it's a it's a good song, it's a good artist. Um the record uh, executives, like everybody else, they have to uh, they have to sell you something that is uh, vanilla, and they have to present you with somebody that is uh, somewhat of a sure shot. And that makes a lot of sense because there was a time where they could put a lot of people. I'm not a record uh, a music expert, but based on my observations, it is very hard for these people to make put the machine to roll, and put a lot of work behind you and then you're in a motel in the middle of nowhere and decide that you're going to take your life or that you're going to do some drugs and, and take your life and every effort that they have put into you just comes crashing down. Ah, oh, man. So I'm pretty sure they don't... That that's, that's in a way that has put a lot of hurt in the music industry because they have to basically fabricate and a lot of these things is just fabrication. A lot of the monologue that I wanted to discuss this week with the opening of the show was that there was a the big thing that came out in the news this week with the um Ferandula and whatnot and the 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 mainstream uh media. First of all I like to say that we have not in this show we have not discussed the situation in Maui, even though my heart goes out for the people that are affected in such tragic ways. And that doesn't make me any better than the president of this country. However, he has a bigger responsibility than me. And his response should have been a bit quicker instead of no comment. I had no comment at the moment because um, I didn't have my facts together, nor does my opinion on the matter matters. But as a member of the human race, yes, I am aware of that situation. It hasn't been brought up in the show based on the new format of the show that we're cutting a lot of the time because it's just one person doing the show now. But it affects me as anybody else. It's a beautiful place. And to see those human beings without houses and some of them that even if they return to their houses, they no longer have their neighbors around. It must be a painful thing if they're part of a very close community that 
have grown older around each other and they enjoy each other's company is not an easy thing to digest. So I wanted to say that I am aware that they are in my prayers, whatever it means, anything or not, you know. But what I wanted to discuss was the fanatic behavior and why I have always said, regardless of who does it, I have always said that you cannot listen to none of the celebrity idiots out there. And, and maybe some of them are not idiots. I'm not saying that, they, that they're all idiots. They're definitely smart enough to make a whole lot of money of a whole lot of people. But these are human beings who interpret a role. They read a script. The ones that are singer, they put their feelings into a piece of paper or they have uh, numerous uh, writers that write songs for them. Hell, one of my favorite artists has a, a four, I think four writers that write with him, the great Post Malone. I'm not going to stop listening to Post Malone, but, you know, it is open. It is known that he has that he has uh, multiple writers that write some of his songs. Or, or work with him writing some of the songs. I don't know how that uh, the dynamic goes behind the scenes with them, but it is it is not a secret on that camp and on any other camps uh, that they have writers that write a lot of their songs. Some of the good songs by uh, Guns N' Roses were written by a guy named Alan Niven, or he co collaborated with a lot of the songs for them. So that's that's not, but, you know, for the most part, Whatever they tell you, you can enjoy their music, you can enjoy their movies, you can enjoy everything. But for people to take things as seriously as some people take it when somebody does something, because the big thing that came out this week, let me go back to it, was that Kid Rock, musician Kid Rock, I enjoy some of his stuff. It's not the end of the world. Um, but he got caught with a butt light in his hand. This is the same guy that was months earlier shooting a whole bunch of... Uh, and I'm glad it was somebody that leans towards the right. That way nobody thinks that I'm picking on, on, on the, the usual suspects in the land. But he was shooting at this, uh, this uh, boxes of Bud Light because a man, uh, well, <laughs> because Dylan Mulvaney was, was posed with a can that had a, an image of him and they were saying the beer company went woke. Everything is woke in this, in this country these days. Woke this and woke that. But at the end of the day, you control your mind. You control that beer is not going to taste any differently than it did before Dylan Mulvaney uh, posed with the beer because they were paying him to pose with it. Anybody could have been in his position. I'm not defending them. I'm not attacking them. I'm just being real about it. It is just plain stupid that if you like that beer now because this guy posed with it, you're claiming that they're endorsing homosexual. Half of them beers in the United States for years have given money to the LGBTQ community. Now, now all of a sudden that they're doing it more openly, now is when everybody's aware of it, I guess. I hope that's what it is and not because it came out to the, to, in the news and the media and whatnot and they took a photo of Dylan Mulvaney and now. But that's just to show you how these people are millionaires. At the end of the day, these entertainers do not give a shit about you. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld, when he came out uh, during the last elections, and I tell this to, to the American public, um, he came out that they were going to do a show that uh, uh, the whole thing was about removing Trump and doing this and doing that. At the end of the day, Jerry Seinfeld does not pay your mortgage. Jerry Seinfeld does not pay your light bill. Jerry Seinfeld is not going to 
come to your house and knock on your door with a bag of food if you, if you can't provide this week because you lost your job. But human beings will vote against their own interests. Human beings will, will just follow some of the dumbest people in this world that others write scripts for them and they're just great interpreters of those scripts. For what? For, I cannot, like I mentioned one time when me and Jay were doing a show and I was mentioning to Jay, I said, I, I, don't, I don't agree with every single thing that comes out of President Trump's mouth, but I would be a hypocrite to come in here in my platform in this podcast and talk bad about President Trump because his economy, I sure the hell enjoy the shit out of it. I made so much money, it's not even funny. And I don't, I'm a mixed race person. I'm a poor person. I come from poverty. So now I'm going to turn around and talk bad about the man because to join everybody else, just so I can fit in with you, so I can be your buddy. Let's talk bad about, about whoever you don't like. And it goes on and on and on, and it's just a circle of stupidity. If you like Bud Light, you should drink it. He likes it. He should have drank the fucking thing and stopped shooting at it and acting all stupid and say, hey, I don't endorse Dylan Mulvaney, but this is a hell of a beer. Dylan Mulvaney can do his thing, and I can do mine. And that's the end of the, the ordeal or, or, or with Bud Light. But that's just to show you how hypocrite all these people are. Because and, and maybe it's not hypocrisy. It's just the amount of money they are. The wealth. Who they are. The rich can laugh at everything. The rich can give you an opinion that they don't even mean. Just to, to make you happy and keep on walking. Nothing affects these people unless they drop dead. Or some kind of disease takes them out. You know They don't have the same problems that you and I have. Yet some of you would like to follow them, whatever their opinion is that they tell you. But at the end of the day, the reality is that I'm glad that this guy got caught with that beer in his hand so people can see that you're following these people around through their every word, everything they say, when all they do, if you're an actor, you interpreted a role. That's not really who you are. Sylvester Stallone is not Cobra. Arnold Schwarzenegger is not uh, the Terminator. You know, any more than George Clooney was Batman in any way or form. George Clooney should have never been Batman. But that's the way that it goes, man. We're going to take a break and we shall return. And we're back just like that. I had to take a break. Believe it or not, um, <laughs> I'm recording it. There's a ginormous noise inside the residence, the Link Estate. And it turns out that the cat was doing something with the with the window and I needed to double check that I was not being invaded <laughs> by the U.S. government who probably was going to put a gun in my head and a piece of paper and tell me what to read. <laughs> Stop telling the people that they shouldn't follow our celebrities in our, but going back to it, that's the way that I look at this thing. This human beings, like I was telling Jay, the, the pre, yeah, pre, going back to President Trump, that is one of the most hated by the media and the, the state-run media dedicates so much time to hating on this man and hating on this man. I enjoy the economy that that I uh, was a part of and uh, took great advantage while he was uh, the president of this country. So I can't talk bad about the man when it comes to that. I know he's very inappropriate sometimes when he talks. He does not for everybody. But I'm using him as an example. They tell you this. Um, the media tells you that this man... President Trump, the 45th president of the United States of America, told you to go and storm the uh, Capitol and do this and do that. The video gets cut very short. I've seen the whole thing. And it very clearly says that um, 
our mission. He said our mission is something else. Even had he said, you know, to go storm the stuff, somebody like me, yeah, you couldn't get me to break the law, man. You couldn't get me to go do 20 years in jail for you because you just stood in there because of your power and stuff. That, that, I mean, I would have to verify it and triple check and know very sure what I'm doing before I go down that road and listen to somebody tell me to do something that could lead to breaking the law. Tell me somebody, like, if you come and say, hey, you can't use this soap because of this and that, and I already have the soap in the house, well, I ain't throwing it in the garbage because it cost me money and I had to, I had to work to, to, to purchase it. I'm going to use it unless it has some kind of special flesh-eating bacteria or some, something like that, something that affects my health. But just because the CEO of the company, like during the pandemic, the CEO of a, um, or the president or something of, a, of the um, alarm companies, one of the alarm companies, I don't remember. I think I know, but I don't even want to give them credit. They don't sponsor my show and they don't have nothing to do with us. But apparently the guy was telling people that they had something that they should be more worried about and what was taking place in the country than what they were, the narrative that they were trying to sell the American people. And it was a good narrative, a good strategy to remove an American president. Basically, that was what it was all behind because right now they don't do nothing. They're not doing nothing special for minorities in this country, the, the, the government, the current administration. And it is what it is, man. There's nothing you can do about it. They'll, they'll be at it again next year, telling you the same stories or even more stupid stories. But, you know, they can, they, they tell you they want to program you to think a certain way, to act a certain way, to do certain things. And if you follow them, well, then that's on you. Because they're not going to do the time for you. They're just going to tell you. You think Kid Rock went and did a uh, some kind of special concert for all the, the bottlers and all the people that work in the Bud Light uh, company that might have been laid off? The regular blue-collar workers? Did he do a, a fundraise show to help them out? I don't think so, but going back to the alarm company, the CEO apparently made some companies that were insensitive. Everybody was saying in the middle of a pandemic where you got mayhem, violence is skyrocketing, home invasions, and you got more murder, the, the, the murder rate went up, crime was going up, and they're telling you that because this guy said something that you're supposed to leave this, this company and find yourself another one. And if you work for them, that leave that job and whatnot. And I don't know who did it or who, who left or who left the, the, the I wouldn't, I, I had that, uh, that alarm company in my house. I ain't getting rid of an alarm company and, and spending two or three days because some idiot just told me that I had to, or because some guy that worked for the company made a comment that didn't, wasn't in conjunction with what the agenda that they were trying to sell the American people. You shouldn't follow and you should make your own decisions, your own choice, try to make a little bit of a research before you make that decision. And if you look at these people for what they are, the celebrities and everybody, they're people like you and me, they're elites, some of them, of course, they have a better life, better quality of life, and they have made a lot of money. And I don't see how somebody that that's all they do is act or go ahead on stage and think and stuff. They can, and you can enjoy their product, but why would you listen to somebody that does that and, and allow them to take over your, your mind and, and make decisions for you and you make decisions based on them? 
you know, them, them, them hags at the view. Ain't none of them people would, none of them women could survive a day in a real job. In a real job, non-agenda. They couldn't survive. They're, 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 their own narrative. They defeat their own narrative when they talk. The stupid shit that comes out of their mouth. Please. That's just something that I wanted to bring up in the monologue because that Kid Rock, and I'm like, again, I'm glad that it was him, that it was somebody who leans towards the right. That way people don't think that I'm picking on the, uh, on the same people every week because I really don't care. I'll pick on anybody. If, <laughs> if it's an observation that I'm, that I'm <laughs> passionate about and that I'm looking and that's one of the things that I've always been into, how human beings like, the uh, uh, the preacher, Jim Jones was his name, the one that, that had everybody drink the Kool-Aid and this and that. I mean, how can you follow that guy? Like, how empty is your life? Like, I, I, I've never been fascinated by the, uh, by the ones that, 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 that do that kind of stuff, but the ones that follow them, you know, because that's like Hall of Fame followers. That's not just some girl in school that's following the pretty girl around because that's her friend. And, and you know, this is a one step way above that. This is like, he's like, damn, you're going to follow this guy and drink this guy? Boy, that's crazy, man. But they, they have him out there and they'll keep on making him like P.T. Barner said. There's one born every 15 minutes. Folks, this week, first of all, I'd like to say thank you to, to all, all our listeners, Spotify, I iHeartRadio. I, um, I think I, I was picking on uh, on uh, Amazon or Apple. You know, Apple I, Apple carries our, our, and I like to apologize. Apple carries our, our podcast, Tales from the Abyss. I like to apologize as I was talking. I th- and I held back. I said I was going to hold back until I get my facts together. But I sincerely apologize to them. I was wrong. I was picking on them. It's Amazon that does not care. All the money that I spend on Amazon. And they don't even carry my podcast. That's crazy, man. But I don't hold it against them. They must have their reasons why they don't care. I think it's because we have the logo of Spotify. And I don't know if it's that. I got to find out. I've been meaning to find out because I like to be carried in more than, than, than the regular platforms that we have, but I'm happy with what I have. I'm happy with the platform on Spotify. has been great having this, this, this outlet, this platform, being able to produce this, this uh, podcast, having so much help, making it so simple. So, you know, I don't mind having their logo on, the, uh, on my logo. I don't know if it's still there. I don't know if that's the reason being that they, they don't carry the staff. I would have to, I would have to verify it. But I would like to take my time to thank everyone that tuned in last week and um, all throughout the week and listened to the episode uh, where we discussed the Barbie movie, the um, last budget of the Demeter, um, the North um, Richmond, North of uh, Richmond song that we were discussing. And... This week, man, we're going back to something that is uh, somewhat of a horror movie. I'm talking about Becky. Becky was a 2020 film. It came out during the pandemic, uh, roughly there around the time the pandemic was starting to take, uh, grab his wings and, and start wreaking havoc. I think it was, um, it was a March, I think, that came out that, that year. Let me see. It didn't do very well. I'm going to tell you that much. I mean, it, it for I don't know what was the budget. Let me see if I can find the budget of the original. I know the box office, it did $1.1 million. It was, uh, it was released on June 
5th of 2020. Okay, so this one was straight to video. I don't think the movie theaters were open when this thing was took place. And it stars Lulu Wilson, Kevin James, and Joe McHale. And uh, also it has a um, this guy that it was a friend of mine in social media back in the day when I was with the Pablo Rojo character. Very nice uh, Canadian actor named Robert Mylett. He played Apex and he used to be in WWE uh, as a... Uh, for 97 to 99 as Kurt Kurgan. And then he was a member of the um, of the Oddities and another faction in the WWE called the Truth Commission. Very nice man. And he always he was promoting the movie. That's how I came to find out about Becky, because he was a uh, he was one of the right hand mans of Kevin James. Kevin James, the the the, the king of, of Queens, changes his his all his all his characters that he has done till this point. And in this one, he just plays neo-Nazi badass. Talk. Here's another. Talking about people who follow. How the fuck you're going to live in this country? Be a neo-Nazi. Have swastikas. When that was a, a, a enemy of your land at one point. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. Some people, that that's an example of followers right there. I could I never understood that with them. With the neo-Nazis in this, in this country and all that shit. I don't want them uh, anywhere near me, but I know that, that I've always thought that that was kind of weird. Um, yeah, he's won a primetime Emmy. Kevin Kevin was uh, Kevin James. Uh, I've never seen Kevin James play a character like this, but this is this movie has a female lead, and I'm talking about Lulu Wilson, who steals the show in this, playing Becky. She's had uh, the the movie starts with flashbacks, at least part one. In which Becky, in which Becky, um, that's my boss calling me to see if I can, if I can send him something. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, let me send him a message. Recording the podcast. I'll call you later. I'm record recording my podcast. I'll call you. I'll, I'll, I'll do, I'll take care of it as soon as I'm, I'm done recording. Thank you. So, uh, so in this movie, so the, the movie starts with flashbacks. Lulu Wilson is being interviewed by, uh, by this train that's trying to come and figure out everything that's taking place in, in this, uh, in, in, in her house in which her daddy had, uh, taken her in and these people showed up, Kevin James and his goons of Nazis have shown up looking for this key. What the hell this key opens and what does it do? I have no idea. But they ran into Becky after they killed her father. And that wasn't a very good thing, man. Because Becky turns out to be the ultimate. If Sheena was a punk rocker, Becky is just a little Terminator from hell. Becky went to war with the neo-Nazis. It got bloody disgusting. It was brutal. And Kevin James met his demise in this one. And let me tell you that if you haven't seen Becky, the first one, then you're in, you're in for one hell of a joyride, but it doesn't end there. You know why? Because the one that I wanted to talk about was the recent one. And I'm talking about The Wrath of Becky. And this one picks up right where the second one left off. This is as good as, as good as, if not better, than part one, in my opinion, this one. They put a little bit of more dough into it. They put a little bit of more dough into it. Um, 
box office is still by any means i would say a flop because this movie looks like it was actually they actually put some money into it and it was released march 11 2023 that was a south by southwest for the rest of the public it was released may 26 2023 i had no idea i mean the way that i've been working and living i didn't I had no idea that this has been uh, released. I've been more concentrating on working out and 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 make making a living than than stuff like this. But this one has Lulu Wilson in the in the uh, in the the movie poster has Lulu Wilson in there, and and she has a a, a red jumpsuit like La Casa de Papel from Netflix, that type of deal like that. She's sixteen year sixteen years old. And she's been, they've been chopping her around from foster home to foster home. And she doesn't seem to enjoy the people that they have been chopping her around with. So she finally gets picked up by this woman and taken to her house. Apparently this lady picks up strays and Lulu and her dog were one of them. So they, they end up living with her, but Lulu's working at a cap at a coffee shop. Becky, in other words, Lulu Wilson, Becky is working at a coffee shop and she does not enjoy this uh, man that are visiting the, uh, they call themselves the new man and they're visiting the, uh, her, her town. They're going to go meet with this, oh, they're, they're called the noble man. I'm sorry, not the, the real man, the noble man they're called. And the noble men are going to get together and they're going to do what, uh, they're going to do an attack and an insurrection. <laughs> the Democrats love that word. Insurrections against a Senator Hernandez that is a female. And Becky is aware of their plans, doesn't like it, but she drops a coffee on the lap of one of them, which infuriates him, and they follow her home. And the rest is just one bloody, messy, fun ride in which... Becky sometimes daydreams of what she wants to do to them, but she doesn't. It's like a dark comedy at times. And it is damn good. This one was directed by Matt Angel and Suzanne Coote. And it was a screenplay was by Matt Angel. The story was by Matt Angel. Based on characters by Nick Morris, Lane Sky, and Rucka Sky, the Sky Brothers. I don't know if they're brothers or not. Have to be imagine having their names like that and being in the same business. I imagine, and produced by uh, Jordan J. Levine. Very good movie, man. Very. And this one has the bad, the bad guy. The Becky continues with the scene with the the theme of uh, actors that usually do not play this kind of bad guy roles. At least I don't. I that was my first time seeing Kevin James doing that, and I think it was. And this one has Sean William Scott. I don't recall seeing Sean William Scott in other movies in which he plays a baddie. He usually comes across like that guy, the Stifler from uh, American Pie. I mean, it's it's like so hard to uh, to see him as anything but that. Or the dude, where's my car? Where he appear in two thousand? The Final Destination? Where he appear? Like the goody goody character, but in this one he plays one of the the head of the nobleman, Stone Cold driven by hate guy and there's a lot of twists and turns in this one i highly recommend it i rented this movie from amazon and i was i was very pleased with it because having seen becky part one and being totally impressed by it it's almost 
it's mind boggling to me that this one in the box office is it's not even pulling two hundred thousand dollars. It's just right there at one eighty, man. That's crazy because the movie is really, really good. The production took place in a in secret New Jersey. Is that really a place? I don't know, but in New Jersey, spanning eighteen days. Additional filming happened in a town of Scott Plains. I want to know where that's at. Let me see. Scott, it's also in New Jersey in early June. And basically, that's that's basically it. The movie probably took a month to 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 put. Rafa Becky's uh, they started. They went back to uh, South by Southwest this time. No pandemic. So. The film was expected to be released. It was released May 26. Again, the, the Rotten Tomato has it at 86 of 56 critics. And it's, it's, a, it's an honest review. This is, this is that good of a movie. This is indeed a dark, fun, horror, graphic. I mean, brutal at times, but it's so fun. And, and yeah, bloody disgusting. Praise, praise it as a comedic chief uh, is a commit comedy you know basically yeah it's kind of funny at times but it's it's intense at times it's in your face brutal this is becky is like a punk rock like a punk rock movie it's, it's like a punk rock song well done like old school becky is just is she's the ultimate uh in the movies today she's the ultimate female lead she's what ripley was for sci-fi she is for this, and and I, I, there's a potential for a sequel, but seeing the numbers, who knows? So, the Rafa Becky um, is intended to set up an events of a sequel, because of the ending in it. So I imagine that there's a chance for it, but I don't know what they have to do to make it a little bit more, um, more mainstream to bring it to the masses because uh, it's a shame that this movie has not pulled what it has pulled because there's movies out there in the movie theater right now that are not even as good as this and I can assure you of that. I mean, regardless of how different people's tastes are in movies, this is a solid stone cold action horror comedy in your face. Becky can Becky has influence from so many different characters, from John McCain, from 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 just being like an American slasher. It's just an incredible, joyful movie that you will highly enjoy. And it's fun for the whole well, I wouldn't say the whole family. It's not for kids. It doesn't have any nudity or nothing like that, but it definitely has some graphic, brutal if you like Friday the 13th and you like Jason, Jason murder scenes, then Becky escalates the, the horror on this one. And I can assure you that you will not be disappointed. So give the wrath of Becky a chance. You can find it. I rent it on Amazon. I don't know where else, who else is carrying it, but it was five bucks. It, wasn't, it was the best five bucks that I spent. I've gone to the movies and, and spent more on movies that were not even as good as this. But this is, this is a 10 out of 10. This is... Mm, if you like this kind of movie, you will not be disappointed on this one. This one cuts no corners and, and giving you in. And if you haven't seen Becky, then please do that before you see the wrath of Becky because it'll it'll really lead you to, to who she really is and what she's all about. And it'll have a better meaning, meaning for you. But you don't really have to. If you can get access to the wrath of Becky, then that will do. But 
definitely don't skip on this. This is a, a very fun movie. Folks, that'll be it for this week. Uh, people, so, I don't know, somebody in, the, in our page, in our Facebook, was asking if I, we knew anything about the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre video game. It looks like some kind of survival game. I haven't played it. I've made some research on it, and that's what it, it appears to be, that you're running around surviving from all the uh, the the families on that farm, from Leatherface to his uncle. From Leatherface to his uncles and uh, some Red Beard calling. I should have put Red Beard in the air. Red Beard I probably hasn't seen the Rafa Becky. So I become a very popular guy here between my boss and uh, <laughs> and Red Beard and every other friend that I have. So I'm gonna wrap it up, goddammit, for the <laughs> for the rest of the, the day. Um, and uh, thank you for tuning in. You folks have a wonderful and safe week. <laughs>